What's going on guys? This is Nick with Crafted by Nick. I'm getting ready to hang with Tash and the guys from Canamaniacs, so I'm looking forward to the show. You guys can find me on Instagram at Crafted by underscore Nick. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the bell, and don't miss any of the Canamaniacs podcasts featured weekly on YouTube. Oh, well, with that said, I guess, I mean, here we are, the Canamaniacs. Right what on. the fuck? What's up, guys? How you doing? Uh, I'm Tash. I got the homie Benny over here. What's going on? What's going and on? And I'm sitting next to the homie uh, Nick from Crafted by Nick, who is okay. here as my guest, our guest uh, of the week. And what the fuck brings you all the way out here, man? You drove like two hours to get out here. Well, I don't know. You just, uh, you seem like a pretty cool man. Um, you're about some, some things that align with uh, the things that I'm trying to get going for myself. Um, I like the vibe. Uh, and there's a lot of people that have approached me with ideas of collaboration or this or that or the other thing and um so, so you want to you want to get right the fuck into it then, yeah huh? there's often a lot of all right so so let's, let's yeah, talk about the collab let's just yeah. let's just go right into it man i mean that's right. what you want to you want to go right there i mean new year's eve you came up with the concept yeah, yeah. resolution resolution yeah yep. so tell us what's gonna what, what are we what are we doing we got benny hosting it yes yeah, sir you ready for the, ready, ready for this party oh it's gonna be crazy all I right so wait. so what do we got what do we got going on at this party so the idea that I think it's interesting that we were culminating it separately, but at the same time was to create a space and a vibe and an atmosphere to celebrate cannabis as a community that doesn't have to be about uh, underground shopping center, the, like those pop-up things that have been going around that are putting people at risk. Um, and it doesn't have to be a corporate sponsored big entity event necessarily either. Um, it's people from the community of the community coming together to to celebrate and to just have a good time and and to vibe out. Um, so we're trying to start that. Um, that's ultimately long term for me. I would love to add that brick and mortar where you know we can do things um, permanently in a location. But right now, that's not necessarily like you know the the timing is not there. Um, so in the meantime, we're trying to do what we can to create a space where we can create a space wherever the, the people are. You so know what I mean? on New Year's, we have a space. What the fuck is going to go on in this space on New Year's? What should these people be expecting? Because, I mean, we see the name Crafted by Nick all over the place, but, like, some people haven't had a chance to try any of your stuff yet. Right, right. So you are catering yep. the whole event, yep. which, I mean, people were people were asking, like, what, like, what kind of food is going to be there? Mm -hmm. So... So yeah, I mean, those who do know me, um, I'm kind of known as the snacks guy. Um, my brand is centered on, for the most part, shelf stable snacks and you know kettle corn and candied and coated nuts and beef jerky and that type of thing. But uh, what some people don't know is that I've been cooking since I could reach above a stove. Um, I have you know quite a few years in in private catering and country club atmosphere cooking and fine dining and. Uh, been running a, a catering company of my own, you know, since I was a teenager, just always picking up events and doing, you know, things on the side. So um, I'm going to be bringing some of my, you know, deeper parts of my soul to the table, I guess to say more so than what I have just in my bag snacks, some, some family recipes and some, some really, really um, hearty feel good stuff. We got some pork belly burn ends and we got some uh, homemade uh, Italian style meatballs with ricotta. Um, I'm going to have a full charcuterie spread with the cheeses and the meats because... I can never say that word. Char charcuterie. <laughs> yeah, know, you got I it right I there. fucked that yeah. word up so many yep. times. So, you're good. But, um, so that's the stuff that so like... How is go that going to work? How does like a charcuterie bird work that's infused? So it's about integrating infused options into it. Okay. Um, for first and foremost, you're definitely going to have access to my candied and co you know the the cashews and pistachios and things like that. Um, we'll have some bowls of that on the table for for people Hold to get get down on. Um, and uh, for instance, for the meatballs, I'm going to be doing a r infused ricotta. Um, so that's a simple little a dollop on top of a meat meatball by serving. We're going to do everything portioned out so you know what you're getting in your dose. Um, that's another thing that's important to you me. Can open those, man. It's not just going to be a free for all. You know what I mean? Where the intention is for people to to go nuts. Uh, it's everything with with restraint. Um, so it's going to so that people can celebrate and enjoy without the you know feel the fear of over consuming. So, so we're going to have like there's going to be infused options and uninfused options Absolutely. as well. So yep. I mean, God, because uh, someone like me, I have a very low tolerance, um, especially in a public setting. Um, if I eat more than 50 to 75 milligrams, I be, I kind of, it kind of brings me down and brings, makes me a little bit antisocial. 
I medicate with edibles much more so from a nighttime sleep basis. What do you, what do you um, think of Benny? How are you with the edibles? Um, <laughs> As he thinks in. Yeah. I'm pretty good with edibles. Um, it, I don't usually, to, uh, before like five o'clock. I think we talked about that before. I don't usually before five o'clock. It's usually, uh, <laughs> you know, my rule, I have a lot of things usually to do either on the phone or riding around the city or whatever I'm doing. So I try to do it after, but I'm, I'm pretty good with edibles. I have, mean, it's, have you had Nick's? Yes. Yes. What do you I think? Have. Not because he's sitting there. I've tried the teriyaki, the beef jerky. We're, we're, uh, we're going to get into that in a minute, but, we're, but you, you're eyeing that shit on the tape right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so basically, I mean, just to get back to the to the real quick, the the, the party, mm-hmm. um, we're going to have Benny hosting it. We've got Benny hosting the fucking thing. Sure we have Dis and That Band, uh, Ill Reggae Band. They've been in the game forever. Um, she's actually Peter Tosh's granddaughter's godmother. Which is wild. One, another one of those things that someone just drops in an interview. You're like, yeah. hold, 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 hold on, hold on. You got to like back that up a little bit. You know what I mean? Right. Which is amazing that I'm sitting with two people who know who Peter Tosh is. Because every time I tell that story, people are like, who the fuck is Peter Tosh? And I'm like, you know what? You're just not even valuable to the story anymore. You know what I mean? I just don't, I don't, you don't know how cool that is. I don't need to explain it to you. But yeah, so we got them going there. They've been doing this for like 20 years. Um, more. Her whole life. Um, fucking, what else we got? Brian Downey painting. I think we're picking up, but we just got a glass blower Hell coming yeah. in. What was it? Tuppy? Yep. Tuppy, Tuppy, was it? I, I forget. I forget his name, and it's gonna. It's, I'm sorry, but we'll we'll tag him in the in the thing. But we just got a glass blower. Mm-hmm. Joey was saying he's gonna have someone come in and hang from the fucking ceiling and do like ceiling dances and shit. <laughs> that's I don't, that's news. That's I don't awesome, even fucking know man. what that even is about. But so he's like he's coming with it. Like he, he was like yeah. uh, he's like uh, I'm asking like what we could bring to the table, you know? And he's like, well, what about people that like dance from the ceiling and shit? And I'm like, well, dude, how the fuck are we gonna do that? He's like, he's like, oh, I. I'm like, well, yeah. He's got fucking, people yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joey Care's got people for that. He, like, he, had, yep. he, he had people on deck for yep. that, exactly. And uh, Watch it be like the suspension people that like pierce their back and like hang. No, oh, yeah. I, I hope not. I, hope, I fucking oh, hope not, man. Because that shit, that shit, no, no, no. That's not the vibe we're going for. But we are trying to create a vibe. Like that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to create something that like, I know everyone says like, oh, something that no one's done before, but that's to an extent I do mean that, and, and not against anything else, but like, I want to create things that I want to go to, and I want to walk out of it going like, that only cost me a hundred dollars to do that, like that was it, like holy sh, like you know when you like, you go to a, something that might, you know, you go to some concert or something, and you walk out like holy fuck, like that, I will go see that person every fucking time, I don't care what it costs, that shit is worth it, and that's what I want to fucking put on, yep. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think we got some really good fucking people, some. Dude, infused fucking toast at midnight. Anyone ever done that before? Yeah. Homie got the infused conquito right here. Oh, nice. With something we should like. So I mean, like you know, we're doing. He's gonna fucking. He's doing some kind of craft something. I don't know. What were you thinking about yeah, that? Yeah. So that's one of those things that it's. I'm glad that you mentioned that. Is I'll, I'll, um, I'll take a little sip of that. We, we do plan on having you know some adult beverages accessible at this event, but this is this is a cannabis event. It's uh, for people that don't want to drink, don't want to be at a bar for New Year's Eve. Um, so with the, with that, I'm going to, you know, we want to be able to have a toast at midnight, but I don't want anyone to feel left out if they don't drink alcohol. So, um, I haven't, I'm going to keep it quiet. I think exactly what it's going to be. Um, but I'm going to formulate something that I think is going to be a simple celebration, you know, nominal dose, maybe only five, 10 milligrams, but it's a point, it's a celebration of cannabis in a, in a resolution of new year and, and starting something new, um, coming into this upcoming year. I like um, it. And also, just to get back to you, you mentioned Joey cares. You know, uh, there's a big reason why I also I'm happy Thank to you. be aligned with him as well because he's someone that's been in this industry and there's done no, no and, alcohol in this, right? No alcohol and oh, done yes. things. Um, and he's he's the type of guy that he it came up in conversation and he said yes, like we're yeah. gonna do this and this is available and we can make this happen at this time and this is like it's good. It's one sure. thing to talk sure. about collaborating or talk about an idea or I want to like. But when you come to the table and we all are, re- we're ready. Like we're ready. time is now. Like yeah. I, I, like I don't have time to to wait and see. Or is this going to happen? Like you came to me with an idea. It aligns with what I'm interested in. Joey cares is on board. Who's someone who's capable and willing and interested in in creating the same type of event and vibe that we are. Right. Um, and he's about now. Um, so this is where we're he's, at. He will like, be here to today. Actually, yeah, yeah, After, he's yeah. going to be here at four o'clock today to, to interview and talk about this exact thing. I mean, the space is amazing. It's I don't even want to get into all that. And it, it, it's it's the vibe is going to be dope. It's going to be a cool thing. I mean, it, basically, 
I think what you're trying to touch into is that like making things happen is just like the time is now. Like we did all this and we came up with this concept after Harvest Cup. Like literally we were like, all right, we have a weekend to plan it. Mm -hmm. We planned it out. And then we were like, all right, we have a week to figure out how we're going to capable to do this. We figured out in about two or three days. And now here we are, Joe. We just got back yesterday, and like this is the week we're gonna. We're just talking about the, the final push to get this thing out. Just sold two more tickets right now. Yeah. I mean, we're up to like twenty five tickets, thirty tickets sold. Yeah. I mean, it's like half the, the people we can bring in there, anyways. And right. we haven't even like touched it yet. So I'm I'm pretty confident in, in what we're gonna do, and also like just the vibe that we're gonna give to people is gonna be something that you're not, you're gonna want. You don't even realize you want it yet. Because yeah, you didn't know it was a thing that you can do that. Yeah, we can do that. Yep. Like you can shit. You, yeah, we, we can actually, and we're gonna like you know, and we're gonna be the first. And that's what it's about. Like, this is the this is the future. Like, cannabis is the future. People have yep. been coming together and, and selling out arenas and this and that and and packing bars and 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 halls full of people and getting smashed and and be, be a whole belligerent mess of a crowd. Yeah. And that's been how we celebrate. You know what I mean? And like, there tends to always be like a negative after like that, like, so to say, like buyer's remorse type thing. Like the next day when you're waking up all groggy and you kind of feel gross and stuff and like your best friend made a scene or like you had to watch this or you watched a fight happen, you know, like it's about creating an event where you can come and you can have all of that positive and all the buildup and all the lowered inhibitions because you can medicate, you know, in like, we can all come together and vibe out and celebrate and have all that positive and then walk away and wake up tomorrow like feeling like good. It's, yeah, um, like it's a new year. It's, that's great. So yeah. it's similar to, um, just to touch on this past weekend, we did a Toys for Tots charity that my host, my family's hosted. This is a 17th yeah. annual event. Awesome. Um, we had 200 plus people in a room. We collected six, 750 plus toys. Tash actually was generous, <laughs> generous enough to donate <laughs> to the cause. Um, and, and, uh, it was just a, that's the type of thing that like I want to be part of, you know, we all came together as a crowd and we, we shared good positive vibes and we did a, com- had a community event where we're positively affecting the community and we all walk away feeling good. How'd that, um, how, how'd that drive? It was, it was incredible. It was, we set, we've actually set records the last four years in a row. So like I said, 750 awesome. plus toys this year and over a thousand dollars cash collected. Awesome. It's a U.S. Marine sponsored event. So everything goes directly to the local kids of uh, greater Springfield. Um, so it's for me, like that's the family I come from. My father and my uncle started it now 17 years ago. So um, I'm about affecting positive change, but I'm also a quiet guy. Like, um, well, well, hold on. Can can yeah. people can people still donate to that charity? Oh, without a doubt, yeah. Where where can they donate to that charity? Don't hesitate. So, right, I mean, just Google U.S. Marines Toys for Tots. Uh, they're all over the country. Uh, so there's going to be local collection centers. Usually, banks, grocery stores. You see boxes for Toys for Tots everywhere. And if you donate toys, they go directly to kids from your area, wherever you donate. Um, and if you donate cash, what they do is they take the cash and they'll purchase toys specific to age groups where they've been lacking in toys for that year. Right, right, right. So it's not even like all cash that's collected goes still goes towards toys that are going to fit a need for that community. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the big reasons I support you, it. You said you just fed how many people? We fed over 200 people. 200 um, and people. This is that me and my family and a, a few how, volunteers. How long does it from, take to cook for 200 people? Uh, well, surprisingly... To be honest, so the day before Saturday, we prepped for just about three hours. With breakdown and cleanup, it was about four hours. Um, and then we got in there Sunday morning about 9 a.m. and we served at 1.30. So we, the, it was, the event was hosted at the Elks Club in Springfield. Um, and the Elks members actually donate their time in the kitchen and with setup and cleanup. So it's a whole community so. thing. So I, I, I run, the, ran the, run the food operation for that event. So we do the buying and the sourcing and, and prep and all the ingredients lists and all that. And we use the family recipes. The Actually, the meatballs that we're going to be featuring on New Year's Eve are going to be a spin on a long-term family recipe. That, but, so you say family recipe, right? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, like, you add the, the, the cannabis mm-hmm. into it. Like, that's the, the funny thing. Well, the, so that's the thing is... Well, I was going to tell you a little yeah, funny story. So my grandmother who passed away at about 52 years old, um, this is 
in the nineties. She used to do this, but she would literally put. She grew wheat. She grew wheat. She would hang it like this is when it was fucking highly legal and shit. Uh-huh. Still, she had cancer. She had a brain tumor. Okay. So she was smoking like way back before like it was even allowed. Yeah, yeah, when people still were on the fringe about it and shit like that, she was already into it. But she'd spike the meatballs, and then not tell anybody, and then, like then like tell everyone afterwards, be like, ah, oh, I got you, motherfuckers. Like you know what I mean? She was crazy. That's like that. unreal. So <laughs> fucking. But um, you say family tradition, right? And I bring that up because like, all right, so. We know what we're doing this week, right? But, I mean, have you guys met before? No. No. So, h- how did you get started? How did this whole fucking Crafted by Nick thing even just start? Like, like, so, what's your story? Where'd you come from? What, like, how do you parlay your first day in the job? How'd you get there? My first day at Crafted. Uh, I catered at one of those underground private things where people were slinging cali pack flour and and cellophane wrapped rice krispie treats for 20 bucks a piece i think that's his un, world un, 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 unlabeled <laughs> and like, oh, yeah, um, so unsettled. like going back like my father owned a landscaping company growing up i'm okay. a worker um days. when i was six years old he offered me six bucks to come an hour to come work for him but he said if you want to come work for me and actually work i'll give you seven bucks an hour and like, okay. and I was I like, like I was like, oh, like I want the seven bucks. So he put me on the clock at nine, at, you know, at nine years old, I think is when I started. And he was never hard on me, but he led by example. Like he's a grinder. So he, he was the guy that would jump off his mower and grab the weed whacker out of your hands and run down the fence line and show you how quickly and efficiently it could be done rather than like tell you you're doing it wrong. Right, yeah. um, so I just have worked my whole life. So I did the landscaping thing. I got into construction and roofing and remodeling and did some a little bit of HVAC and plumbing and this and that. And But I've always cooked. Like I said, I was always in the kitchen when I was around family. It was in my Well, yeah, because so. weed whacking and HVAC and then cook. Like, okay, so, so like... So I loved to cook because it, it represented family time. But I had an uncle who was a chef and, and who told me like... If you if you love cooking, stay out of the kitchen for like don't work in a kitchen. He was one of those long time line cooks that was yep. like it. You got to think I grew up in the eighties, nineties, where like the, the cooking scene, at least in local little mom and pops, is like a rough thing. Like they're all drinking and doing coke and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. Oh and, yeah. <laughs> um, I I always grew up thinking that like I need to keep cooking like family, like close. Okay. And keep that my thing, you know what I mean? And, okay. and I was always a grinder when it came to the work, so I was always chasing, like, what is the thing that's going to fulfill me? Like, I, I even went into, like, I sold solar for a while, and I did home energy assessments doing, you know, selling insulation. Well, like, well you were always a cannabis user. Yeah, so since, since I felt... Is that how you got the connection? You were trying to figure out how to make cooking viable without going into the restaurant business because you didn't want to ruin cooking for yourself. Yeah. So you yeah. added something else you love to it. Yeah, cannabis. W- without and a doubt. I just, it it came back around that Dope. I like I always start, I started kind of picking up small catering events um, mm-hmm. and a friend of mine... like with, That weren't infused? Yeah. That were just yeah. regular yeah. catering yeah. events yeah. that you wanted to pick up exactly. out of like love, just um, side so jobs. I, when I... When I left the solar industry, finally. The way that some people would do HVAC and shit on the side, Mm -hmm. he was doing, like, you know what I mean? Like, people do the side, like, side jobs and shit. Your side job was the catering part. Yeah, my love. That's dope. And it got to the point where I (laughs) kept chasing paychecks and chasing paychecks and trying to do, make it, and then coming home and cooking for love. And then it's like, why why am I wasting all of my days Mm. chasing when, and then coming home and, like, now like finally being in my space so i picked up a couple catering gigs very early on like a friend of my wife's from high school reached out and he's like oh we're hosting this event it's a local little thing we would love if he could come put together a spread so i did a fully loaded mac and cheese bar where you know homemade mac and cheese with all the toppings fried chicken and pulled pork and stuff and i walked into this building and i'm like wait what like i these guys started loading in with these tables of all the like weed and i'm like Whoa, this is a different, like, so long story short, the next week I showed up with my kettle corn in, ba- in, in bags, Look, small sample bags. Took them one week. Yeah. One week. Yep. I was like, I'm not missing another one of those yep. motherfuckers. Um, so so I, I showed up with some kettle corn samples in bags and I, I just gave them out to the crowd because mm-hmm. yeah. it's something that I've been making forever. Mm-hmm. And then... A couple of couple of weeks later, I showed up because I had learned really quickly about the infusion process and that you could get cannabis on this product, and it, it was from there. It just it was it, it just went nuts um, because I'm about consistency. Mm-hmm. I'm about 
keeping things clean and concise and it doesn't have to be complicated it just has to be correct that's one of my things that i say all the time is um there was so many so many people out there slinging smoke and mirrors and hopes and dreams and and you know the mylar bags and the un uh unlabeled Benny, what you laughing at so we were talking about the mylar bags um like i don't mean to hate it's but it's about like it's about what's inside you know what i mean um and for me like i'm i got really lucky that to me something so simple as i call popcorn and peanuts like i make kettle corn candied and coated nuts beef jerky candied bacon like Something that simple and approachable can be something that people want to come back to again and again when it comes to medicating. Like, and I differentiate myself because I don't do caught chocolate and gummies. Like, that's ever? the like I've. I mean, I've dabbled. I did chocolate covered pretzels for a while. Everyone's I have never it. made a gummy from scratch, but I, and I don't intend to. Um, I have good friends that I think do it really well, and I support their companies, and I hope that they become successful and blow it up. And I, I'm happy to to not cross that threshold because I have my lane. Um, I have a I have a laundry list of products awesome. that I intend. So, you know, so let's let's um let's go through some of them. Come on. So yeah, um this the I know Benny's jerky, fucking been yeah. waiting for you to open that guy. Crack right into it. Yeah. This actually you got you got to hold it up for the camera so, for, for that's Chris the, there. That's the, the guy over. What's the guy over there's job? It's yeah. fucking him. Um, so this one, the give Commonwealth. A, give, give it to him to hold, and you can talk sure. to me about it. There I you have go. to vote for stuff too because that one is amazing. The Commonwealth Cannabis Cup last year. That's one of the things that like I make that because I love it as with pretty much all my snacks they start out as things that I want to eat and I'm you know I grew up eating the whip city jerky uh and the stuff that you could get in the the uh liquor stores or at the biggie that thin sliced style but I'm always like I feel like you could elevate it a little bit so I kind of dialed it in I have a commercial slicer and dehydrator that um it's kind of a selfish thing I do it exactly the way that I think it should be um, and it's not for everybody because my wife doesn't really like it that much. She likes the thicker, like the thick cuts. Uh, thick like cut the thick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for me, it's about surface area. Like how much flavor can you possibly pack onto like a piece One of, piece. you know, right. um, I, I describe that a as lot. like a candied beef mm. chip. Like, so, and then I've got a bunch of flavors now that I do. Um, <laughs> He's like, yeah, thanks so much. So I have a, I just uh, am in the process of doing a spicy yaki that's in my refrigerator marinating right now, which is just the base teriyaki recipe that I hammered with a whole bunch of crushed red pepper. So it's uh, hot enough that you know it's there, but it's not going to ruin your day. Right, so. right, right. I can't, I can't do the hot stuff. The hot stuff fucking, it, it kills me. I understand it. And that's one of the reasons I, you know, I got this one because it's, it's something everybody can get down on. Um, I'm about the sweet and salty thing. Combination of flavor and I'm texture. Big on that too. I didn't realize I was. So I got older, and I was like, "You like pretzels and ice cream? You're like, that's not. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm part of this. Without a doubt. I'm not necessarily like. Chris, did they see this? Always mixing together, but following one with the other. Um, every one of my snacks has a, a salty and sweet element to it. So, it's uh, we joke. It's kind of like uh, the proper way to slice mortadella or prosciutto. You have to be able to see through it. So. Like my jerky, once it's dehydrated, you actually can like see the light through it, which okay. so um, okay. it's uh, just dehydrated to the point where it's got a little bit of crisp to it, but it still holds up. What do you yeah, think? So. Oh. oh, I already told him. Yeah, I've already <laughs> what, messaged what, him. What, what tell these guys. This is, yeah, it was amazing. I mean, the, like like you said, it's spread out through the whole thing, consistent through the whole yeah. whole piece. Like it wasn't like you usually don't get jerky like this. It. No. It's like jerky. Turkey like this is a little like it's just I've never really seen it like thin like this, right. you know. Um, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why you're not going to see it manufactured on a large scale. Is it's not cost effective. That's, uh, what, that's what I figured. You have to imagine. I so I I buy a whole beef top round. I trim it down, freeze it, slice it. Ma- I, each individual slice gets hand brushed with marinade, and then it sits overnight for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And then the, the, I dehydrate it to the extent that the amount of weight loss is like extreme. So my, my return on my product cost is not great. Um, and I only use the prime cut of the top round for what gets sold. I don't waste, you know, I don't waste the other beef product. It gets used for like, I make ground beef and stuff at home for my dog, you know, but um, most companies are not going to be willing to take the time, effort and energy and put the cost into, you know, producing that product. And that's the way that I treat everything that I do. And I think that's, I think hope long-term what's going to stand apart is that um, 
I will never release something from my kitchen. And even if I throw to the scale where other people are producing the product, which is a tough thing for me because it says crafted by Nick. So right, right. that's something that we struggle with in the growth phase is like, how do we, how do, how do we make it so that I, I can't make all the product all, forever. So forever, what do you, you, know? you make all the recipes? Um, so yeah, so I'm going to have to very diligently train people to have eyes and, and feel what I'm feeling and see what I'm seeing when things are developing. I candy these. Yeah, cashews. I was gonna ask. So, so what's the recipe on these candied cashews? What's, so it's so, a sea, I don't... it's a sea salt and black pepper candied cashew. What does that? Um, what does it mean to be so candied? It's just it's a the, it's a roasted, simple salted cashew nut that I. But, but I'm saying I what's make the a, difference? I make basically a like the beginnings of a caramel. Okay. I melt down sugar. Okay. And then I toss the nuts in there and and coat them. It's okay. And so, then when right. they cool, the sugar hardens on the outside. Oh, um, okay, so but, this, this isn't like ranch. Okay, this is sugar in this. Yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. So I'm it's a can, it's now. a sweet candy coating, but it also has sea salt and black pepper in there to balance it out. Um, so one of, the point I'm getting to is that I don't even use a thermometer to candy those nuts. Like that's done by eye. Um, so it's yeah, done small true. batch. So every batch comes out slightly different. But I'm you know I take pride in the consistency, the fact that it's done by hand. Um, so to teach somebody that's... to do it that way. And not use a thermometer and have the eye in the feel like it's going to be a difficult thing well, for me to let go. That's <laughs> what you talk about, like yeah. cooking with love. Oh, for that's, sure. Yeah, that's how yeah. you get that. Because, Absolutely. I mean, you can watch like, you know, your, your grandparents, you know, mm -hmm. cooking in the kitchen. They would yeah. never use a measuring cup. Without a doubt. You know what yep. I mean? It's yep. just like, yeah, yeah, you use a little bit of this and some of this and then like this much of this. It's like, what, what, what's this much? Like, yeah. you just gotta, gotta uh, feel it. You're, I think to for the way I would explain it is that when you're cooking with feel as opposed to numbers on a page, mm -hmm. that's when you can you the, the the person eating the product is can feel it on the receiving end. It's like that intention and that amount of energy that goes into it, like you're like you're actually putting that like that's I think you can tell when you're eating it like that that intention and in, was put into it. These these are some oh, quality nuts. So. Uh, you know, it's pause. Um, <laughs> fucking. There's only a few on. ingredients, man. Like it's just, a, and well, you, I, you like, know, I'm when not you eat like a, the whole world, but you eat a good banana. Like you eat like bananas in the supermarket, and then you get like a, a fucking banana that like <laughs> is a good grown like organic banana, and you're like, holy shit, bananas taste like that? Like what the fuck? Like you know, this, these cashews are a good quality cashews yeah, to start with. You can tell that yeah. they're. They're not like ones like they're not planters. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, these are fucking some, some expensive ass cashews. <laughs> cashews are fucking expensive, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, these, are, these are really good though. And it's they taking are, the time to them. it's taking the time to roast them too. Like you know what I mean? To I can, bring them. The candy part you're talking about, I don't think I've ever had that like on a on a nut like this before. They're Definitely like frosted flakes, but cashews. Oh, it's I like, like yeah. The even the visual, like I can yeah, see how you're getting it's that. Perfect. Yeah, it's yep, so, that's really it's cool. It's not too much, not right. too little. It's right. perfect. Um, and the consistency that you said, it's so. It's the crazy. reason this product is exists is I've for fifteen years been making a roasted beet salad with gorgonzola and a candied spiced nut, mm. okay. and I've done it with walnuts. I've done it with uh, pecans. I've done it with cashews. I've done it with pistachios, um, and this is one of those ones that every time I made it, like the ki whoever was in the kitchen, whether I made it at the restaurant or at, a, at the house, um, would like they'd be pounding them down. Where I'd have to be like, guys, I need this like for serve, you know. So I knew like when I when I launched the business and we started with the kettle corn, like that this, that was a se second product that came on because for me, like I'm a sweet and salty guy, and I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not a chocolate. And when I want a snack, like we did. The kettle corn was always like a football games and family gatherings. Like that's the type of thing that I could actually get down on a bowl. Right, right, you, know? Right. you know how um, good those fucking things are? I just had five teeth pulled, like like not even <laughs> oh, a week ago, like, like, like four days ago, and I'm fucking eating. I'm sitting there eating fucking nuts. <laughs> You're a champ. That's well, how good they are. That's, they're fucking. That's they're they're, they're real. Like they have like a. Um, I've never tasted that like on a fucking like a cashew before. So I I kind of get it. You got the sweet, the salty, the buttery, the nutty, buttery. the crunchy. Buttery like, is what it is. The cashews buttery. for me hold up the the best to the coating. It tastes more like, so than a walnut or a pecan would because they kind of they don't have an, I don't know they don't have enough body to them. They're mm -hmm. too soft. Mm -hmm. um, as much as they are, you can describe as buttery too. The the cashews was the one to me that held that coating the best, so that's why we went with it. It tastes like something that should be like on a cake or some shit. 
Like you should put that like on like that golden cake. Gotcha. That's yeah. what like it reminded me yeah. of like that nice like ice cream. Would be a lot of people a, use no, them yeah, as yeah, 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 yeah crush yeah. them up and use them as an yeah. ice cream topping for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I have people that like so we have the sweet chili pistachios there. Um, I have some people that add it as like a salad component. Mm-hmm. You know, people, people, you know, your office worker <laughs> slipping that in. You know, <laughs> super discreet while you're working at your yeah, behind yeah. the desk at work. Yeah, you can pop a couple in there. I can't do the chili nuts. They're gonna. They're gonna kill me. Yeah, they're not super. They're my, not my, 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 between oh, my teeth. Oh, those oh, are not too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you don't want any spice down in those. Exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. Right. That's, no. That's, what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but that's mo- that's modeled after General South's chicken. But these guys can definitely so go for it. So if you, I created a from scratch sweet chili dry rub um, that. I I think pretty closely mimics the flavor of General Tso's. I'm a big fan. So. Oh, I love General uh, uh, Tso's. So. Uh, yeah. You, you know what I got to? Oh, actually, you guys can keep going. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we have this we have this place in in Mansfield on Quan's uh, Kitchen. Oh man. Oh yeah. They had some dangerous. <laughs> That's awesome. General Tso's. I'm proud to see you're still got that yeah. in stock. Yeah, still, we still had it because there wasn't. There haven't, I haven't come across anyone yet to to, to to gift it to. So we're gonna do it right now. We're just gonna open up this this last thing. You gave me this at a Harvest Cup, actually. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, so the popcorn as well. You've had the popcorn, right? That the popcorn. Oh, I know you had like um. What'd you have? It was caramel. My girl liked the caramel, the one you had. No, a caramel. The cinnamon coffee. sugar. Coffee. Oh, the cappuccino. I didn't, one. I didn't yeah. have any. Chris, oh, cinnamon it. sugar. I didn't see that one. I didn't see the cinnamon sugar one. It was cappuccino, and I gave uh, the old bay one away. I think you had another. Maybe I gave the. I gave the. the I gave that one. You gave me all the kinds. I yeah, gave yeah. them all. The only one I didn't give away was this one. And that's the that's the one to hold on to because that's the that's well, the one that got me started. We're gonna try it right now. Um, that's as simple as it gets. I know we had it on the show, and we had you real quick on it. Uh, and one thing. one thing to bring up, like you, so, favorite. you've had you've been sitting on that since Harvest Cup, so it's been uh, almost a month. Yeah. Um, yeah, about that. I'm wicked proud of the shelf life of my products. That that's good. Like if you bought a bag of Smart Food in the grocery store, like this is the same same product. You know, it'll sit for a year easy and be just as good as the day yeah. you bought it. Tastes so. like it's, it's just normal. Yeah. I mean, it's not normal. It's kettle corn. It's got like some nice sweetness to it. Just enough a coating of a crunch and a sweetness balanced with a little bit of sea salt again. Is that sugar? Yep. It's just simple white sugar. There's only four ingredients in it. So like this, I, no preservatives. This is, my, this no is by, by far, this is my favorite. Uh, this is dangerous because right I could eat like three straight so, That's <laughs> the tough thing. So uh, my my snacks are all 300 milligrams. Like I do custom dosing for, for clients, you know, um, but most people struggle with the fact that they want to eat the whole thing. Um, so the kettle corn is really mostly only for the, I call them the heavy hitters or the people with the higher tolerance um, because you can't eat just like three pieces of that. You know, um, no. I've, um, I've, put, I've put a lot of people to sleep on the kettle corn for sure. I, I feel like almost every edible, well, edibles are only to get put to sleep. Like for, I, I'm taking very sparse amounts right now right, because right. like so we have three more interviews to do. So like you do this shit the whole day, you get yourself can, in fucking yeah, trouble, no, no, man. No, no, that's why like I but a couple not, sips of the coffee. Not even really though. Like, <laughs> like on some real shit, like this is fine. But then like I just go to sleep. Yep. Like if you take an edibles like in the daytime, if you're taking that shit and then going like out to do things, like what's that's wrong with you, bro? It's yeah, like, yeah, 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 come on, bro. So you, not because it fucks you all up. No, no. Like I, I'll take I'll take mushrooms and go out. Like I don't care about that. It's that it just puts you to sleep. Yeah. Like you don't want to be out. That's the yeah. long term. Like, <laughs> like, people always ask, like, so is this an indica or is this a sativa? Like, so now medical, bro. <laughs> most of my products, most of my products are infused with medicinal grade distillate, so it's just straight D nine. Um, so uh, well, it's it's gonna into. it's it's like what we would describe as like a, a sleep a, a hybrid <laughs> effect. It's basically right. basically it's gonna start with you know up in your head. It's gonna mm-hmm. hit you kind of. Generally, a little bit between the eyes, like mm-hmm. it's going to come on, mm-hmm. um, and then it's going to overall work its way down your body. You're going to get into the body high, but the long-term end result over a few hours, you're going to go to bed. Yeah. Um, yeah, when you, if you hit your max or like you know your comfortable dose, I don't care if you over you know over underdo it, like it's going to have a sedative effect. Mm-hmm. Um, now we'd get into I'm now doing full spectrum dosing on my meat products, so the bacon and the jerky. So if you use Ooh. like a straight okay. As we say, would say sativa or uplifting dominant strain, mm-hmm. and you use that extraction extraction only to to 
uh, medicate the product, yes, you're going to have a more uplifting result. Um, assuming you're careful of monitoring the temperature when you're, you know, working with the product, because as you bring cannab the cannabinoids to certain to, you know, temperatures, it's going to change the structure. Mm -hmm. and even a straight sativa or uplifting dominant strain, if you mishandle it, you're going to end up putting people to sleep anyway. Um, so ultimately, edibles, for the most part, like you said, they're sedative. Um, and that's why bringing back to the event on, on New Year's is I'm super diligent about making sure people know how much they're consuming because we want everybody to make sure they yeah, enjoy but themselves. But there's a, there's a way that you can have a whole thing go on where you're taking five milligrams here, 10 exactly. milligrams, five that's, milligrams. That's yeah. exactly you're the eating, purpose. And like, then over the yep. course of the night, yep. right, right, right. you're taking 50 to 100 milligrams, but over four hours in the course of a night, you're dancing and you're eating. That's and exactly so it's like, it. not, like you're not eating 100 milligrams and sitting yeah. before. Oh, you could do that if you want to. I mean, yeah. but like if you just, that's not your thing. Whether you have a uh, tolerance of five or 500, you'll yeah. be able to come and eat your fill and yeah. medicate to, to your, you know, content yeah. and then... Be, you know, be able to go about your way. Um, Especially when just in that band playing. I mean, you, they're going to want to get up and do it. Yeah, right on. Oh, yeah. They're definitely, they're definitely someone who uh, we can definitely, you, you, when you're there and the, the way, if you've never seen her perform, she does this shit with the steel drums that, like, I don't even know how to describe. I, I didn't. I'm. I'm being dead serious with you. I'm not like. I'm not talking shit because we're on yeah. camera. I'm being dead serious. Okay. She does some shit with these steel drums. Look it up when you fucking leave here. I don't know how you do that with steel drums, but you. She just like. She's just. I. I, I look like a fool doing it, but it's like. Have you seen it? It's like. It's like. It's like she's doing this shit where she's like. It's like a fucking hundred miles an hour, and she's hitting every like those things have a lot of notes on them. Yeah, yeah. That like I didn't know that yeah. they had all those notes on them. Yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah. It, it looks like she's not hitting a much of a different spot, but it's she, making. She's doing some different shit where she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's her hands are I'm going like like this, yeah. and like it's just like it's just constant sound that oh, comes out of it, that. and you're like, what yep. the fuck is like that's a like I honestly that's didn't really know that was a thing until I saw her do it. Yeah, yeah. Like see that in person because I appreciate art. In, of all of all forms, we, like we said we're trying to get a vibe going. Yeah. Like, trust me, like you guys weren't yeah. like you guys were like, oh, I don't know if a band can like last for all four hours. I'm like, don't worry, they've been doing it. They're they're fine with it. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. they, when I told them that, she yeah. was like, tell them we're fine. We're, nice. we're, we're, we're good. Mm -hmm. Plus, like that's what they do. They do events and shit, yeah. and like corporate events and shit like that too. So like that's their whole vibe is to get you, mm -hmm. get the people on the floor and like moving. They just they're about it, man. They're fucking. Yeah. They, they're crazy. I like it. I'm looking forward to this whole the whole fucking thing to be yeah, honest with you. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be dope. Yeah, fucking before we before we take off before we like just cut out with the with the whole thing. Like I mean, what else is going on with you? What's coming up with you next? Like what what kind of shit you? How are the people gonna find Crafted by Nick? Well, um, we're definitely putting an event schedule for this together for this upcoming year. Um, supporting all the the homies that are doing it the right way as far as the people putting together events, um, anything being thrown by Mike Clinton or Nick at Green Mind Events or um, my my man uh, Keith out in Spencer, Mass. Um, That's way the fuck out you there. Got, you got the guy Spencer throwing it down out there to the, this year too. Yeah. Um, it's about supporting the people that are doing it right, that are about the cause, mm -hmm. that are making moves. Um, you know, Mike from Infused Productions. Um, it's people that are, are putting together safe places for pe for us to come together and celebrate. Um, we're, we're, that's where you can find me, um, aligning myself um, and bringing my product to the to the people and in the meds, making them available um, with integrity. Um, we're not we're trying to get ourselves out there, but uh, not to an extent where. It, we're getting ahead of ourselves. I'm. This all has grown faster than I've kind of. Well, how long been, you been doing this shit for? Uh, we're under. We're going to be two years in April. I launched in April 2021. I love so, it. I fucking love uh, it. Yeah. Dude, this community yep. so. is filled with, like, the hungriest. So when you're in a place like the take that right, that's that that's the Tropicana yeah, cherry. It should taste delicious. When you're in a place like the Harvest Cup, walking around, mm -hmm. it's like you're sitting there with like 150 vendors or whatever the number is, give or take, mm -hmm. and it's like these are all people that are willing to put like $1,500 into their business off rip. Then plus another two thousand or more on top of the table, so you're you're four grand into it. That's how serious about your business you are. You're a fucking entrepreneur, and this community is filled with so many fucking entrepreneurs that are like, as we sit here and and, and do this, the people that I've met, every single one of them has six jobs. 
seven different endeavors. Like fucking, they're working on nine different projects, like successfully. You know what I mean? All of them, super successful people all across the board. And it's like you're walking through the Harvest Cup or Expo or something like that. But you know these events, and it's just all these entrepreneurs. And like you can really run it. We met at Harvest Cup, so I met him at Harvest Cup. We talked for I don't know three minutes, two minutes. Then we sat down on the show for 15 minutes, tops maybe, and then we talked for another three, yeah. and then we, like legit, and then we maybe had a 10-minute phone call. Mm-hmm. I drove an hour out to meet Joey, who I only talked to, same thing, mm-hmm. but separately, not with him. Right, right. Like, I talked to Joey separately. He didn't even talk to Joe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we met at Joe's place. We sat there for, I don't know, half an hour? Yeah. And then we put this whole fucking thing together like that. And that is a testament to the kind of entrepreneurs like that's not sit down people doing shit like that because it's not easy to do any of the like even one of the things that we've done so far and not to like go with the best we're like that's not what i'm saying because it's it's just work that's all it is is just work well there's a common thing that people have a misconception that like the worst thing you can't be productive if you're multitasking there's a whole people that have a school of thought is like the worst you can do thing is you can do is multitask well try to tell that to a chef (laughs) Like, yeah. I can have three saute pans going, something in the fryer, two things in the oven, and, it, like, you know, all at the same time, like, I, I function best that way. If you don't have a lot of irons in the fire and you're not actively pursuing and you don't have passion and drive for things, you're never, you're never going to get there. You're never going to get anywhere. Um, I, I showed up at Harvest Cup last year at, as a guest of someone who had a booth there, um, and I was able to feature my little thing. I came back this year as a sponsor, as a sponsor, (laughs) I came back this year as a, as a sponsor with, you know, with, you know, with double the booth space and actually allowed, you know, that same person to come back as a guest, guest of mine. I love Uh, my good friend, Leah Sweet Revenge. Thank you so much for the support. Um, I'm blessed to be able to have given that opportunity back Back to her. her. Yeah. That's part of what it is too. Um, So it's, that's, that's, uh, we are grinding. We are doing this every day. We are growing. I'm trying to. We are trying to create create something that no one else is doing. Um, all cannabis is meds. Uh, that's a. It's an important thing for me. Like this whole recreational medicinal market thing, and that's cr- been created on a state level is ridiculous. Um, I want to make sure that that's something that's said to like in this in well, this format. Go ahead, is, talk about it. Um, my product, you you can't see it in dispensaries um, because state mandates on the five milligrams per piece and 100 milligrams per package and you can't you can't medicate beef jerky and kettle corn that way and a lot most of my clients demand a minimal dose of at least 100 150 milligrams um and it's cost restrictive for them to go to the dispensary right now and access their meds um so i'm trying to be one of the people on the movement to make the meds available to people the way that they should be it's a naturally occurring medicinal plant it's not much unlike chamomile or mint or ginger or any of those other things that, you know what I mean? And like people can so easily, easily and actively go access alcohol, which kills people like every day, thousands of people. So it's important for me to just, you know, if I'm going to be on, have the format to speak on it is that I'm trying to change people's perspective and, and bring to the, to the forefront that like, we need to change the way that people are able to access the meds. Because if we wanted to, you can go to state line and get fucking boxes of liquor. Yes. Any any adult at any given time could eat with an ID and some cash can go buy enough alcohol to kill themselves and a few other people. You know, same same thing with guns. So I I live right next to East Longmeadow, Mass, which is has a, a municipal mandate barring cannabis. Of, so whatever the state says that, you know, you can't do it in East Long Meadow. Um, but That's there crazy. are gun stores with flags flying. And I'm not anti-guns at all. Like I'm, like, I'm pro-guns. But the fact that somebody with an ID can go in and purchase something legally and access something that's designed to kill people. It's the only purpose for a gun. They're not designed for target shooting. You know, they're designed for protection and for hunting. And I respect both of those things, like, to, to, the, to mm-hmm. my soul. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just crazy that a town can be so anti something that only positively impacts people's lives. I hate the whole, I just want to, I'm, I'm on your side, Yeah, please. Yeah. but I hate the whole, we don't get to, but guns get to, we don't get to, but alcohol gets to because, yeah. cause fuck all that yeah. by itself. 
cannabis is a positive thing. Oh, period. I don't give yeah. a shit about what isn't positive and yeah. what is versus. I don't because yeah, once don't you start getting into them fucking stupid right? things, yeah. that's when we start to get into debates. There's no debate here. Right. Cannabis is a positive thing. Period. It's positive in people's lives. I don't give a shit what anything else is. Yeah. And that's what it is. I've seen this stuff save people's lives. I've seen it save multiple people's lives in multiple different ways, by the way. Not even just like medicinally, like emotionally, physically, fucking like like putting salvies on, putting lotions on, taking like pills and stuff for like getting off fucking actual medications. Like I've seen people beat fucking cancer on this shit. We had someone on the show that beat stage four cancer three times. Mike Robinson. You know what I'm saying? Like swears by it. You know what I mean? That It's crazy the... So I agree with you on everything you're saying. I just hate when people like, oh, well, it's alcohol's a lot. Fuck all, fuck all that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not like, well, fucking poison's fucking. No, I'm not. I'm not even compare. I'm not gonna do cannabis the disservice by even comparing it right to on. guns or fucking alcohol because those both of those things take away life. Yeah. Whether they're, I'm for both of those things as well. Right, right. But neither one of those things adds to life. Absolutely. No one's like shooting in crowds or shooting something. And more people are coming. Like more people are born because of that. Mm-hmm. And no one's drinking alcohol. I mean, people, more people are born because of that. But you get, <laughs> but you get the fucking point. Like you know, you get the. That's not what we mean in the context of what we're saying here. This never takes. You know what I'm saying? Never. It is, no one's ever taking from this. This is helping. It's 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 extending lives. Like we all know people, like personally. Personally, that this has helped and extended their life. Absolutely, you know what I mean. So that's why I mean I'm just as passionate as you are about that. I just want to because I want to change the narrative. Right I think that's what like shows like this and platforms like this are going to start being. There's not a lot of them yet, but we I fuck the word gatekeeper. But like it's almost like the narrative starts here. So if we can shape it to be destigmatized right from the jump, like don't even mention guns or fuck because now that's a debate. Right now we're letting them in the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck that. I don't even I don't even want to hear your vice versa shit. This is the deal. I this is good that for 100%. you. I like you know what that. I mean? I like like fucking like it's not like I don't have to like it, people it's okay if you smoke. I know it's okay. It's legal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like people pull that shit out. like no, you're wrong now. It's legal. Like you're the wrong one. And I'm not going to hide it anymore. You are antiquated and you are wrong. Absolutely. Not me. So like I don't need to cater to your bullshit, and I don't care what fucking the town says on that bullshit. I'm smoking weed there. It's a fucking state law. I got a lawyer, motherfucker. Suck my dick. You know what I'm saying? Like, and any lawyers in cannabis would probably love to take that because it's gonna make a name for them fucking stuff. Because you think you can stop motherfuckers from this law? There's fucking laws here, bro. Like I don't have to listen to your shit. When that, when it comes down to it, yeah, that's I'm on that side of the fence of like I'm not about like being boisterous or boasting. You know what I mean? Either. I'm not gonna go like be in somebody's face, but. I'm not going to not live my life. My life. It, like exactly. this is part, if I didn't have cannabis, I'd be on some type of pers- you know, I like I'm a very like uh high strung my mind's going a million miles an hour all the time. Mm-hmm. Cannabis keeps me where I need to be to operate. I uh, think I think a lot of us in this space, the highly functioning successful yeah. people that do but building businesses. Right. Do you know fuck it like you, like that's so the stigma of like you sit on the couch if you're stoner like whatever no 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 no. Do you know how much that's, money that's it a, takes you to have build a, lack a of business? Drive in yourself. That's that's yeah, not has nothing to do with the cannabis. You were that person lack whether of, or not you had the, the cannabis. That's what, yeah. that's it's like people that like oh you're an asshole when you drink like no that person's just an asshole. Yeah, that's, like that's it's like, bringing out your true you're yeah, lowering yeah, your like, inhibitions just, so that your true personality comes out. Yeah. Like you're saying all the things that you would have otherwise said, but you actually do sometimes exercise some restraint. Um, and I do drink too, so like I'm not anti-alcohol I'm not either. Alcohol. You know, um, so it's. But I, I actually, I, I just kind of learned something, and I like, I like your perspective on it. In that, to to even associate it or put it in a conversation with all the other bullshit and the prescriptions yeah. and every, you know, um, this isn't it's, either it doesn't, or thing. Doesn't belong. There. Doesn't belong. There. It's not an either or thing. Right. I'm not going to talk to you about you that. You keep it in the conversation with literally medicine literally the ginger and the chamomile and the mint yes. and it's uh i can walk down the street and smoke my clove cigarette yep. or my rose hip or you know my this or my cannabis well, because that's what when i learned about like, like what, what the fuck is it like um fuck, molin molion molin m-u-l-l-i-e-n it's it's the shit that they put in so the, the cigarettes that i i smoked for 23 and a half years i just i'm a year on december 3rd i quit right i use cbd cigarettes to quit thank yeah. you uh, Mountain Smoke CBD cigarettes. I actually invested, I invested in the company the whole nine. It's went public. It's it's a whole thing. Saved my life. Um, but there's the the only ingredients are it's sage, uh, cannabis. Oh, hemp, 
and then Mullion, 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 M-U-L-L-I-E-N. It's like something like that. I can't say the fucking word, right? But I looked up what the fuck that was. Mm-hmm. So it turns out like smoking CBD mm-hmm. is the best way to get it into your lungs. Who the fuck knew that was a thing? Uh-huh. That's fucking crazy. Uh-huh. Okay, so I, I didn't know that was real. And that Mullion is fucking, it's what they put like in inhalers. Like indigenous oh, okay. people have been smoking this shit forever and it actually helps your fucking lungs. What the fuck? This shit out there that you can smoke that helps your fucking lungs? Well, that doesn't make any fucking sense in the world. Cannabis is an expectorant. I mean, that's I, what I'm saying. I, so I say it, that to myself my every, mind, every time like, I cough. Is it's like yes, the people oh it carries tars and all this. No, and it that, doesn't. Blah, 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 blah. Like, well, it's no, it, it it helps your body to expel things. Like you cough, you cough, and like it, it like it re, it releases all that stuff out of your lungs. Well, this is yeah. the this is the fucking the actual like you're smoking. Like of course the the leaf is gonna have. If you smoke right. a tobacco leaf. <laughs> You're fine. Right. It's all. It's just spraying of four hundred fucking chemicals. Yeah. Like yeah. what the fuck? Like, I smoke, I smoke a lot of cannabis, I, I, more than the average person. And like I said, I smoke for twenty three and a half years a pack of cigarettes a day. I can play full court basketball again. Okay, I run. I'm fine. Like I don't get tired anymore. I don't cough up bullshit anymore. Like I'm good. Like and I still smoke a, a good amount of cannabis. It does not fuck your lungs up in any fucking way at all. It's as long as you're not smoking chemicals and like the fucking thing is once you start knowing who's growing the shit once you get to a certain level Absolutely. and you know the people that are all like you, you, you well, all, everyone about, in this room yeah, knows clean, people yeah. clean cannabis and you're like yeah, yeah dude I, I can just call dude up yeah. and be like what the fuck did you put in that and, he, and he's like this is what I put in it nothing because that's all natural and I'm like oh perfect like so you light it it's all white ash it's nothing you know what I mean it's 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 vapor it's I mean you have a little bit of carbon yeah right but like no, it's about knowing knowing it, your sources and their additives is it, huge. Whether they're growing this, organically or with the, salt, the carbon out of it. treating it correctly. <laughs> yeah. So it's about clean, clean flour. There's people are doing it the wrong way. It can be bad, you know. Yeah, yeah, but um, knowing your so, knowing your source and and as long as as like, I mean, is there really any bad cannabis though? Unless you're buying like Asian pack, like bull. I mean, I don't get me wrong. Well, yeah, people that are growing with a ton of salts and not flushing properly, right. for sure, absolutely. All the way to the like, end. and actually to that point, like if your ash is pure, end. pure white, that's not necessarily a good sign because yeah. it means you're burning super hot. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, no, I, I'm just saying. So that's something like I'm a I'm a super particular about that stuff. Like all white, like pure white, mm-hmm. is and it can be an indication that it's burning hot, which could be a presence of like certain type of you know additives that are still present in the plant. Um, you want like a little bit of like that black darkness on the inside with a clean, like white, clean exterior. Mm-hmm. And the same thing, you don't want like a ash that's so solid that it like won't come off. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, you yeah. want it to be like have some structure, but then when you ash it, you want yeah. it to fall off. So, mm-hmm. um, and I like I'm not like a scientist. I, I'm just based on what I've read in my experience and like the amount of cannabis that I've smoked and I've smoked the cheap stuff and I've seen and tasted what it looks like. And I've also read, you know, like I've done my research to try to align my experiences with others, you know, and, and you know, I try to educate myself so that when I'm sharing this stuff with my community is that I can do it with integrity and, mm-hmm. and be able to educate along the way because that's another huge thing to kind and of... And you've only been involved in this for like a year and a half, two years. Yeah. And like just so knowledgeable on it. Literally... I've I was never I'm not like a weed plug, like I'm not like a, I'm not that guy. I didn't come. I'm not, this, this ain't the feds, yeah, bro. No, like I'm just saying, like I didn't I, ain't a weed I didn't plug. I didn't come into I'm just saying I didn't come into this I, ain't a weed plug. I didn't come into this from like since I was a teenager. Just like a mic on. Abracadabra. Always, yeah. Always, I didn't come into this like from this like knowing about volumes of weed and like being around it or like I didn't have friends that grew or I, like, but I always smoked. Since mm-hmm. since I was a kid, I need like I since, since I was a thirteen years old, I've mm-hmm. been smoking. Um, but the point is that I've, as soon as I dove into this from the edible standpoint, and I realized that I need to, I want to produce a product for people, and mm-hmm. I want to do it in a way that I, when they want to come, like they feel good about it, it enhances their lives, mm-hmm. and they want to come get more, like. Mm-hmm. I needed to start researching and from day one when I started learning what it can do the medicinal benefits and and what like how it can impact and all the different nuances and then you get into dabs you mentioned dabs earlier and terpenes and the different combustion rates of cannabinoids and how at you know at 240 degrees is this is happening and then at 400 degrees this is happening Mm -hmm. and um that's wild to me. I love it. Yeah. So absolutely, like things like like looking at the ash of your, you know, I can tell when I'm tasting something 
now when the ash looks a certain way, I can mm -hmm. associate, you know, I, my palate's nuts. Like, so all of those things, like I'm an attention to detail guy. So uh, I've been researching hard. This last two years has been wild for me. Like the best adventure I could ever imagine, dude. It's crazy yeah. too. Once you get in, it's like, it's that real recognized real shit too. It's like not everybody, it's not about the flashy shit. It's about the work. And people that like, I mean, the flashy shit's cool. Don't get. I'm also not one of those people like no flashy shit. Like, fuck that. Like, you work hard in this fucking game, make some fucking money in this fucking game. This game is about it's about community. But don't get me wrong, it's about trying to make some motherfucking money too. Like, it's about both. You know what I'm saying? And like, you can flash too, but like the people that work, you can see the people that work, and you can see it from across the room. It's like, oh, that dude's over there getting working. Like, you know what I mean? You just know. So you kind of just like start running into those people. And next thing yeah. you know, you end up with a whole couch full of motherfuckers, a whole room full of people that work. And then you start putting something together. And all of a sudden, you start moving fast. Because you realize that it's right there. And, like, people don't understand that right now, like, right now in history, time in history, like, we are the first generation of these companies. Mm -hmm. Like, we, this weed is not legal in anywhere in the world. It's literally legal nowhere in the fucking world. Yeah. Like, it's legal in California, on the West Coast. It's legal in the middle of the country, like in Oklahoma and Denver and fucking Colorado and shit. And then it's legal up here. That's it. There's nowhere else in the whole fucking world. The, the world. Billions of fucking people. Not like just America. The fucking world. Canada. I guess it's legal in Canada now. But come on. Let's be serious. Fucking like no one. These are the trends. They're starting now. These are like the fucking the Coca-Cola's. The Frito-Lay's. Like this is what like you know what I'm saying. The first people with their fucking feet in the door are going to become the Dogecoins, are going to become the Bitcoins, they are going to become the Ethereums. Like, no matter what happens to cryptocurrency, those they're not go those ain't going away. Yeah. They're in the lexicon of America now. Like, it's it. Like, it's, it's a brand. You know what I mean? It's not, not going anywhere. It's like fucking, so whoever does this and puts the time and the work and the effort in right now is going to be so far, like, it's going to be people that, like, Crafted by Nick will be something that will be known <laughs> for ever. Yeah, that's... It's, it's one of those I mean, things that I, it, it came so quick that it took me a while to realize what I had created. Um, cause it started as just like, I didn't like a small, very small scale thing, but I'm at the point now where like, I'm going to build a legacy. Yeah. That's um, the, and I, uh, tons of respect to everyone else in the edibles community that are doing what they're doing. Um, hopefully, you know, with, a, sim with a sim with a similar mindset, it's about you are serving people meds. It's not like some people do it to have fun and to goof off or whatever, but um, it's about if you do it the right way and you do it consistently, um, you can positively affect people's lives for, for forever. And I want to build something that that can set a standard and that I can be proud of and that I can hand down to my that can carry it. You know, my my, my son, Michelangelo's too, you know, um, I don't just want to be the guy that's like making edibles and that like and doing it for fun and ha 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 like no this is my life food is my life it it affects people's souls like literally and to integrate cannabis into that is like i mean it's there's to me there's no better <laughs> blessing like it's like all my stars are aligning you know what i mean um and i and i'm along this right like i'm ready for it like like i was just the time is now like we're doing this um, be, we are on the wave. We're gonna create the wave, ride the wave, be the wave, whatever you want to call it. Um, so this is what the we're doing. Attitude you gotta have, man, yep. especially in this market, because it's like you said, there's a lot of a lot of people out there that are doing the thing, and mm, you're definitely one of the staples out there. And I appreciate it. Yeah, man. It's weird to hear coming from other like. Um, it's I've never been like the guy in the limelight or like the popular kid. So to get. Uh, to get rec recognition of any extent is kind of like still a little bit different, but I'm subscribing to the fact that like that is that's the confirmation that I'm I'm doing it I'm doing it the right way, you know. Oh, absolutely, um, man. I mean, like this, like I just said, how fast this worked. This became I saw some guy with a crafted by Nick shirt outside Harvest Cup, and I was like, oh, are you Nick? I've been seeing your shit everywhere. We should do something together. He's like, no, that's my boy. It was your boy Mike. And he goes, no, I'm the guy that rides with my homie. He's like, but this shit is like, like I'm loving this shit. Like, he's having a blast. He's about to quit his, did he quit his job? He's his homie quit his, like, that's how fucking good this dude He's doing. finishing up a job actually this week, and then uh, we're going to be taking him on board as part of Team Crafted full that's fucking like, like, that's an amazing, like, that's um, fucking amazing. And that's, like, to that's say that, like, yeah. it's about, like, we have a term in my small circle of everybody eats. Um, 
regardless of where you fall on the pecking order or what position you play in in the the, the scheme of things like everybody eats yeah. there's, there's room for everybody room to for everybody. to grow and Thanks. to succeed and to feel full every day and for me to like to allow Thanks. people in my in my circle to to grow and benefit through what I'm doing and he's got a daughter that you know he, like to to that he can support himself and his family and um, and that I can support my, you know, myself and my circle is, uh, it's amazing to be in that position. And it's such a responsibility. Like, I think if you're in a position to help, you should be helping. Like with that toys for tots thing. Well, these like, are these things, I don't want to get off this cause these are these things that I want people to understand when they, when they watch this and, and they, and they see me out there. It's that what this man just said right there, he, it took him almost two, not even two years to now he has an employee, mm-hmm. like, or maybe more than a, like, like, so you are like. You're changing lives. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want like, to downplay the other help. You know, I've no, definitely no, no. had I, tons I, of hands I'm saying this. Not, I'm way, not saying yeah. you, I'm, you're yeah. the one standing here right yeah. now, and, and everybody that's involved with the team. Yeah. This, I'm saying this to all you guys yeah. in, in, together in general. But that's what I'm saying is, I want other people to understand yeah. that, like, when they see people like, like, oh, what do you guys got? Like a little weed company? Like, no, like, <laughs> no, like, I'm trying nope. to change people's. I'm trying to build something that's a legacy that's going to like. I are, do you have anything where you have another fucking employee? No, you don't. So why the fuck, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I know multiple people that have taken that approach. So I just love seeing, like, that's another small business, like, being built that someone isn't going to work for fucking some company or corporation that's right, giving a shit right, about you. Right. You're building something, and your kids now are going to have advantages that you didn't have. because, Like, it's just everything about it to me is fucking awesome. And, like, that's what I want people, like, that aren't involved with the, with the with the community or whatever you want to call it, like that shit to understand that no, these people are actually putting their lives in the line, putting their neck and their balls in the fucking line, and saying, okay, I, this is, I stand by my shit, okay. and I'm willing to put it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just like it's just to me, it's a it's like so inspiring. And it's just like you're just coming in here now, and like it's just perfect to be like like see like like yeah. look at like what but like this is the same like it's just we're building shit here, mm-hmm. and there's so many hungry young people that are like just. New that don't know anything about business, never had a fucking business in there. I mean, besides this business, never had a business ever before, not a legit one. And like you're watching them all get like their trademarks, get their fucking copyrights, right, right. get their fucking their legal shit LLC, in order, yeah. getting all like getting all their pro- like you know what I mean. Like they got the the first time you see them, the, the table's like all right. Yeah. The second time you see them, like. All right, yeah. you can see they've been walking and looking at other people's shit, like getting their shit better. Then you come back a year, you're like, oh shit, look mm-hmm. at these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Like, yep, yep. and next thing you know, you got a fucking employee. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, and the next thing you know, next you got a two or three or four. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and now you're fucking like really, and you're making a, a difference in your community, mm-hmm. like directly, mm-hmm. like that's what it directly, is. like you know what I'm saying? You can look it in the eyes and you can see it grow up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and that's some real shit. So people can't be like, oh, you little. Like you know, there must be some people at some point in time are like, "Oh, what are you doing? Like, you, you oh, you smoke weed? That's what you do." Like, oh yeah, no, we <laughs> there's, I mean, there's not everybody has been a hundred percent. It's like a four like, billion dollar fucking market but, cap. Uh, like I, I'm, I'm happy to be known as like the the weed guy, like the weed snacks guy. You, I'm the, you I'm the call, weed cat you, guy, you, bro. You I'm can, fucking yeah, back. You can call me whatever you want. Bro. Like I, I, I know, I know the what I'm doing guy. for my for my community. You know what I mean? The, the people that know what's up. Like if you know, you know. Like that's the only people that need to know. Like Absolutely. we were talking earlier. That's why my Instagram ha- uh, page is is private mm-hmm. because. Every the whole world doesn't need to know about Crafted by Nick because right. they don't, like until we're ready for them to know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm particular about educating people, you know. Um, so you're not going to have access to me until I we can have a chance to make sure you know who Crafted by Nick is. Right, right. Um, so uh, we keep the the list of potential m- misinformed people that don't get it like to a minimum, you know. Mm-hmm. So Man, it doesn't like once again when they don't get it. This is like this is the next thing, not only because like it's the next party thing, and if that's why you want to smoke cannabis, the party sure, I don't care. But it's also the next fucking medical. It just gets you better thing, which I can go into like a whole bunch on that. But so fuck them, if they want to miss the boat of no, like a fucking, exactly of, of an eight billion dollar market Period. cap, fucking yep. like yep. wide open wild west, like fucking play your hand, win your cards game right now, and you don't want to get involved in it, that's fuck you. Hard. <laughs> you, you don't, you don't have to be part of the yeah, thing. Like, like you, it's yeah. it's the same thing. You know, with the we talked real quick earlier about the LGBTQ community thing. Like, 
You don't have to care. You don't have to support it. You don't have to like them. You don't have to understand it. Man. You just need to let them live their lives. Mm-hmm. It, as if they're living their lives and they're happy and they're not harming anybody. Cannabis it, yeah. is but, all about yeah. just living acceptance. Your fucking yeah. life. Period. This shit so, right here brings everyone yep. fucking together. Yep. And we're gonna bring everyone together yep. on fucking New Year's Eve. Period. Before we fucking go, right? Where can everybody find? Is there anything else that you want to touch on before we fucking before we take off? Because you have to go pick up your kid too. Yeah, it's time. Yeah, it's time. I was just looking I'm, at I'm, the I'm, I'm watching. Ready. I'm watching it too. Yep, I'm watching really it. Too. It's all right. It's all right. This is this, this, this is all. Yep. This is all. This is just real shit. Because when I bring people on here, what I want to do is I we want to talk about. It's cool to talk about your shit, but we want people to see that you're a real person. Yeah, you know what I'm no, saying. I like, like you, have you have to go. Pick, and you have to go pick up your an kid. hour and forty minutes. Yeah, back so he has to go drive an hour and forty minutes to go pick up his kid. And that's but we're all real people doing real shit, and that's what I kind of want to show the personalities behind the products. So when people kind of see they see you in. The place now, they're like, oh, I've kind of, you know, I got to cut a little background on that guy now. And I know who the fuck he is instead of just seeing somebody out there. So, before you do go. Yeah. Um, no, right I here, just we, get to know me for a well, second. Well, no, but I'm asking you, where can we find you? Oh, the only place you can find me outside of physically, if you can find me in person, is, is on Instagram. <laughs> on the flagpole, motherfucker. Yeah, at, cra- at crafted by underscore Nick um, on Instagram. That's the only that's the only place, place I have a little bit of a like public presence um okay. so hit me up hit, give me a follow shoot me a message right. um let me know that you saw me on canamaniacs podcast would be pretty cool maybe i'll send something special your way there you go um but other than that um you'll get on the instagram page and and see what flyers i'm throwing up for what events i'll be at um and then long term maybe when all the stars align we might find me in a brick and mortar somewhere someday but i hope with those stars that's align man because that's, that's what we want we want to see the community fucking build so um that right there benny what'd you think man man it was good to meet you man yeah, finally yeah. i mean i've had plenty of treats before so i mean like i said i sent him a message as soon as Hell we yeah. got the link up for the party and oh. it was like yeah i had the teriyaki right there i'm like bro <laughs> 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 i'm like i'm right but the universe, universe talking this. to you very man. cool yeah. i'm excited i yeah, appreciate man. that yo fuck kurt Schilling. sense lives <laughs> marty forever Yo, like, follow, hit the button, subscribe, all that shit. Peace.